Hi, my name is Yusuf and I'm a Gromit contributor. Welcome to the Great Gromit Podcast. Hello, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is the second episode of the now great Gromit Podcast. Uh, we, we didn't uh, really have a title in our first show. We're we're now kind of pulling things together, so it's now great. Uh, so we've upped the ante a little bit, so now we really have to deliver on this episode. Um, once again, uh, I am back. Uh, this is Chris Carlosi, and I'm accompanied by my cohort. Yeah, hi, I'm Eric Soderberg, and we're back to chat with some more with you some more about what's going on in the land of Gromit. Um, today, uh, we start. We thought we, we thought we'd start with some of the things we get asked, um, and of course, there's a lot of things to choose from there. Uh, a lot of folks engaging already, which is encouraging to see. Um, one of the things we get asked is, well, why Gromit? You know, why not use something else? Why not, you know, what, what is it competing against? What are the other choices? What makes Gromit special? Those kind of questions. I mean, what, what kind of questions do you get, Chris? I mean, you went right to the head, right? I mean, to the top of the list. I mean, everybody's kind of like, why, why are we going to use you over anybody else out there? I think that's the one we get asked the most. Um, and it's a, t- it's, you know, it's a tough one. There's a lot of choice out there, I think. And that's the hardest thing uh, for us to, to kind of go through, not only because it's a, it's a big topic, but because everybody's coming from different places when they, when they kind of have to, to, to kind of consider the options. So some people are coming from a more UI-focused background, some a more development-centric background. So you kind of, you kind of got to work when understanding what they're looking for, what their background is, and kind of talk to that. Yeah, usually uh, when somebody says, why Gromit, our initial reaction is, well, in what context or yeah. <laughs> from what perspective are you asking that question? Yeah. So we thought today we'd step back a little bit and give you a, a bit more context into how Gromit came to be to help help inform what it is, which then uh, you know would help inform why we think it's special or why we think it's useful or where you would you might want to consider using it. And why it's also special to us, like why we yeah. use it so much uh, and why we're we're starting to really dig it. I mean, and it takes a while for I think even the creators to start digging it. I mean, I think it's it's a it's a learning process. As you build these tools, at first you're kind of like, is this going to work? You know, and then as you start to develop it and get it a little bit stronger, and the kind of the elements all start coming together, which I know I keep having like little moments of, like, wow, this is this is something. This is this is really cool. And now I'm, other people are starting to see that. So that's like kind of the that's kind of the thing I love about this is like there's something to hook on to for me, and I think I hope for Eric. Oh yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> And it's interesting for us personally, I think how we came together to work on Gromit is a bit reflective of kind of the history of Gromit, right? There was, at at Hewlett-Packard, where we came from, there was a lot of different organizations building a lot of different user interfaces, each trying to inject some design, and nobody's trying to do a bad job, it's just everybody's going in a slightly different direction, in a different way, with varying degrees of creative... Uh, you know, specialization in that. So we ended up with this hodgepodge of interfaces and teams that didn't know how to work together at all. And it was reflected in a lot of the software that came out of our company and people were complaining about that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I'll give, I'll go on a personal rant. I mean, as Eric kind of touched on it, kind of generally, I mean, I think me coming through HP, I came in through a software team, uh, you know, relatively low level doing design for one team. I owned that design for the most part, but 
getting that design out through the company or even the patterns that I was creating, if you want to just strip out the style and things, those, those, those pieces of the puzzle were very hard to put together at an organization level. And it was very hard to get out of that that kind of that kind of get the organization out of that mentality get that group out of it get that product out like depending on how where you fall in an organization it especially a large one as gets, big as we are Whew. yeah and we're very big it takes a long time to get to the right people to get the right people viewing it you know it just it's, it's a hard it's a hard hard racket so um you know when gromit is is kind of the antithesis of that, um, but uh, but you know it it's kind of one of those things that it's been a great a great help in kind of changing that conversation and also getting teams to be able to talk patterns to talk good design where normally if it was there it was sometimes hidden it was kind of in the nooks you know well and it, what's what is good about our past right is we've been doing these kind of things for a long time in our different silos and contexts yeah. or whatever so there there's a lot of user testing research and iterations and and customer sessions to to generate some of these patterns or to inform what we're doing with Gromit. And so a, a little over a year ago when we first met, you and I, right, in Plano, Texas, where <laughs> uh, we were trying to come together and solve some of these problems. And we were really just trying to figure out how are we going to solve this stuff with yeah. everybody going different directions and not chatting with each other. And it was a mess. It was. And we were just looking we for didn't... anything, too. We were trying to just get, like, what's a login window look like across the whole organization? Yeah, I think we spent about, like, a whole day talking about what the login screen should look like. <laughs> that's when I think we realized, wait a minute, this problem's a little bit bigger, and this yeah. is, we're not going to be able to solve it just at a couple of face-to-face -face sessions. Yeah, yeah, a couple conversations later, and I think it was obvious for sure yeah <laughs> well and i think what happened is you and i ended up on the same pl i didn't even know you at all right that's where i first met you yeah right? we, were on and the we same ended up on back. the same flight coming back and we talked the whole flight and i think right. that's kind of in some sense i think that's kind of where gromit started in, in a way yeah we were coming from very different parts of the company and and different yeah. attitudes and things we cared about and oh yeah i mean uh, well i mean to give context i mean uh Eric was in a more hardware side division. I was in the software side, and in our company, that's those are different worlds. I mean, just by the, I mean, not by nature of communication. Definitely organizationally, they communicate, but from our standpoint, you know, we had no contact. We, you know, and ever. I think we had crossed paths years previous, maybe on a very tangential way. I think but there just, was one call yeah. we figured out. We'd actually <laughs> chatted for like half an hour on, but yeah. we never met. Or exactly, anything like that. exactly. But yeah, so it's it's a it's a small world. But yeah, that was that was a turning point, and I. Think think uh and that's definitely where we we kind of started to look at things from more that perspective of well if we if we have a say and we are and we are looking at it from a design perspective well how much how much can we do to kind of get people other people up above us start to think that way and so i think uh you know that's when we started looking at that more design driven organization approach you know where we're starting to to take and 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 have people that are above us start putting it kind of in the minds of everybody. Well, and what helped is right that it had become a thing in the industry by then, which yeah. is design. You know, dri dri driving your organization, your development from design standpoint. Yeah. Well, that's always been around. It, it yeah. sort of ramped up in the last few years. Yeah. So it was a less. It was an easier sell or pitch to yeah. say we really need to do this and. And we had it, and we had it in some in some form, like you know, like we said, HP has 
a ton of history doing UI design and and work around you know user interaction and all these other elements. But you know, it wasn't until I think very recently that those those screams became heard from very high up and they and they really echoed down to the depths of the of the organization because i think that the communication when you have such a large org is making sure it's a consistent message and that it gets carried out because that's a lot of people to get on that same page well and that that really informed how we decided to approach this which was not to you know try and get everybody from all the constituencies in the same room and you know by (laughs) designed by committee and organized by committee and that would have been fraught with frustration for everybody yeah so instead we the approach was well let's take a small team and do some design first you know mobile first cutting edge latest technology technical uh, nucleus but also change the culture about it right and have more of a in the same way we were starting to collaborate with each other and be open and learn from each other and, you know, open source has been around forever and, you know, trying to figure out how to plug into that or, or tap into that, it all combined. And we said, you know, the only way we're going to percolate this throughout or be successful at a big company is to really go the open source route and trying to manage something by this big internal fixed, you know, organizational structure you know, it would have failed. There's just too many obstacles there. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like you said, it, it's a lot about personality. I think that that collaboration mm-hmm. aspect is is major. I think, you know, Eric's one of those people that not only is super smart on a lot of these su- subjects, but also super open to ideas and, and welcoming of any change or, or uh, ideas that challenge him. I think that's of course, a, of course everybody that's listening that where I've fed back saying, well, I'm not so sure that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but that's how it happens. I mean, that's and it's and I am I'm I'm a designer and I know I'm an opinionated, moody person, but uh, I will um, attest to that. Yeah, <laughs> in a good sense. In a good, yeah, but I'm I'm very flexible to open and, ch- and change. I think that's something you need to be when you within an organization. So it's not that it ever becomes designed by committee. You still have to have a kind of a stance. Like Eric is saying, like to be like, well, we're shooting for mobile first. There's a, a certain cu- you know customer interaction we're looking to achieve. There are things that we want to design to and we want to create in our experiences, but that doesn't stop the dialogue. And I think that's a key thing in all this. And, and I will say, right, a, a lot of us working on Gromit or some of the core people working on Gromit, we've worked a bit in open source before. I mean, I've, yeah. I've contributed to a few projects, but not been a major contributor. And I think it's even harder on the design side, right, to <sighs> yeah. kind of think in an open source mindset. You know, what's, what's your experience been from that? I mean, I can only point to myself historically just working at development or software companies or being, a you know, a contractor years ago and then even, you know, working on the the like kind of the more agency side even years before that i mean it's it's a it's a definitely a different experience i mean like svn back in the day was the big thing and designers never even got onto that so it's like everybody used to just drop their files in a folder and you know version them and it's final final and all these kind of silly you know kind of file naming conventions that get added in it's uh it's 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 not easy so i think um but but the other the other side of it the flip side is it's also not very hard i mean i think that it's more kind of the 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 optical illusion of git is that it it seems more complex than it is you can make it complex you got git flow you've got all these other types of processes and kind of ways of using it but for what a designer needs it's upload save and, and move on and it's that's really it push pull done like there's there's not much that's that's there's not much else to the uh to the workload for a designer. So it's, and I think that's a 
good thing. At some point, we'll we'll have to do a we'll have to do a uh, blog post or something on that for sure. And I think we got one coming. It's a good but topic. It's yeah. it's definitely an easy topic to talk to. But yeah, for designers, I think there's a lot of stigma there. But I think that's going uh, going down slowly. I think definitely in the community, you're starting to see those barriers break down. But uh, it's 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 just comes with the territory. I think it's a give and take, right? I think just like a designer in the print age is needed to know production for getting something to uh, to work on a CMYK press. You need to know how to push your, you know, push your file, mer- you know, and look at any, you know, if anybody else has any other uh, items in the, in the, uh, in the, in, in your, uh, in your, uh, sorry, in your repo, and then, and then be, being able to check it and then move on. And, and then also making sure your files are in RGB or, you know, and then in the fact that you know what the hex color is or the, st- or the states of the buttons are. So... Yeah, that's 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 just it comes with the territory. Well, and I think it's interesting too in the in the in enterprise sense, right? A lot of people doing development of apps and companies and sites for inside or outside the company. There's a history of open source use that's been around for a while now, but the collaboration aspect is that's also a little tricky for a lot of people inside large companies. You have a few people who are, you know, they're off on their own contributing and involved, but the bulk majority of people, you know, you just work on the project you've got and this whole notion of collaborating in an open source community to build what you're doing day to day in your work, that's a little foreign too. So as yeah. much of providing, you know, design and, and uh, development and do- toolkits and frameworks and all that stuff, we're, we're also trying to work on the cultural side of developing enterprise apps. You know, how do you do these kind of things more collaboratively? Yeah. You know, and grow from that, and get all the benefits out of that. But it's it like you said, it's a culture change, and it's, it's a it's a big one. Even we're me, navigating it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We came from teams. We were we were less. I mean, I was outgoing regardless, but I think that's a change for a lot of people. Yeah, you're you're in your own little group, so that's a that's a that's a shift for sure. Yeah, that some of the other kiosks of the why Gromit question are you know what what makes Gromit more of an enterprise thing because we, we tout that as we're enter- we've talked a lot about that uh, in this episode we've gotten we've gotten a lot of words at being asked really enterprise what but yeah and so <laughs> and we touched a little bit actually on some of the cultural side of things but yeah. some of the other things I we could comment a little on is this pairing of design and development right so if some teams doing apps have have designers on them and developers that work with them and I think what Gromit's bringing is this ability to do the designs in a way that designers can, they've got resources that connect with what the developers are doing. There's a tight enough connection there that anything a designer can come up with, the developers, he knows the developer can be successful in executing it. And you don't have that, oh, I just throw it over the wall and hope it comes out reasonably close or yeah, yeah, those kind of issues. Well, I think that goes back to a little bit what we touched on on our first call and a very high level but it's uh but giving the designer and the developer that that tight pairing it allows the designer to have to not focus on uh using the design you know css and be very granular with the actual elements Mm -hmm. they can solve for the interaction they can solve for that that customer flow that they're you know that experience that they're looking for that's the that's where the 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 meat of this it kind of boils or or gets to that focused problem as opposed to staying at that i'm going to draw a pretty picture today and i think that's something that 
you know, some other frameworks don't do and we're kind of trying to focus on for ourselves. I mean, that's it's super important to us that we get a general kind of a mass move towards that direction because we've got a lot of people putting effort in different places. Right. We'd love to for you to be able to turn out a small, simple app, you know, in yeah. a, a couple hours, you know, and a really rich, interesting app in a maybe a, you know, even a template first skeleton of it in a few days. Right. Yeah. So to yeah. accelerate all that so that you're not you know, fighting with the pixels and the bits all the time. Yeah, and it's not unheard of. I've seen him do it. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the other stuff that we focus on, and we've touched on, I think, in the prior episode a little bit, but just to mention in this context is we put a lot of work on accessibility, um, which doesn't always show up in a lot of enterprise app contexts. No. Um, We do some amount of data visualization. We try and straddle the line between not giving you a kitchen sink D3 kind of thing, but also not having you sort of have to figure out how you're going to visualize something from scratch. So simple yeah. patterns, useful things to build off of so you can go you know, work on other stuff. Yeah, it gets you it gets you enough to get there. If there's, And I think that an important thing to touch on is uh, there's really, with what we've given, you know, kind of in the base of Gromit, there's, there's not a lot of extra you should need. But I mean, at the same time, Always ask. I, I think that's the thing. Is this is a no kind of a no CSS required type experience in a lot of ways. So if, if you're coming at it from development saying, "Oh man, I really want to change all this," then maybe there's that's a question to ask. I mean, ask us. I mean, there's always the capability. And once again, maybe like another enterprise feature that we don't really tout, but is is right on the main page of Gromit is the theming. And no, you can always true. go and and make something look more personalized for people that aren't inside of Hewlett Packard Enterprise. But you know, but say if you're trying to change a button or change a a chart and you want to do something really funky with it. There might be a reason why we kept it a certain way because of accessibility or because of something that, you know, keeps it dynamic on the, you know, keeps it responsive on the page. So, you know, I think that's that's the neat thing about this is it encourages that conversation. And then the pull request, I think that type of and, and, lo- and kind of logging issues, that type of is that type of behavior is advocated by all means to challenge us, to let us know what's if we're doing it right, if there's a better way to do it. Yeah. And both both at a code implementation level, but also at a design level. Right. You know, Completely. Some, you know, design element that isn't working in some context or needs you think it needs some additional stuff. Um, we'd, yeah. we'd love to, as we were talking about, you know, collaborate more, be more open, be you know, we would love for uh, other folks to contribute on things that, that they're excited about. I mean, if you think, yeah. hey, I'd, I'd love that app. I just can't stand at my company that I have to use. Wouldn't it be great if, you know, companies built great apps that you really enjoyed using? And if you can be involved in contributing to that in some sense, you know, that there's some motivation there. For sure, yeah. And I mean, and it goes and it goes past just the actual app itself or like the the, the code. I think it goes right to the design files. For it's sure. all in Git. I mean, I know there's only a, only a few other companies keep most of their stuff on Git um, for their design assets, but we are now one of them. And I I you know employ people employ people to come on and 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 speak up on that on that uh, repository and so it's Gromit Design. Just come in and. And log issues, put comments on it, issue pull requests. I mean, we've entertained everything. We we actually have other teams committing design files through Git. It's a you know it's a pretty easy process. Uh, we use a couple of tools just to make sure we do some some checking to make sure that everything stays intact. But you know, I think for the most part, we're we're pretty easy, and we're, we love we love seeing that type of that type of interaction. It's not common yet, but I think it's going to get more common. 
So, so hopefully you've gotten, and we'll sort of wrap things up for today. So we hope, we hope you've gotten a taste of the why grommet of some of the things that motivate us, some of the things that we're, we're passionate about and we've attended to and focused on. Um, in, in some upcoming episodes, or not so much episodes, we might do it as a podcast, but something that's coming down the, the pipeline from the grommet land or the, the core <laughs> grommet folks is more training stuff. Uh, we've had a lot of requests of people saying, okay, once you get past the why grommet question, the next cro- question is, okay, well, how grommet? How? Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you get through the why and now you're on to how grommet, uh, we, you know, we're on Slack, we've got documentation, but we're trying to, we'll be ramping up some more training documents and videos and, you know, screencast sessions and hangouts and stuff to help people get started. And so if there's anything you'd like to see on those topics, you know, hit us up in the, in the Slack channels and say, hey, this, I'd love to see something along these lines. You know, we're here to, we're here to help. If somebody out there wants to, you know, do uh, their own training uh, cast on Grommet. I know some other folks I've talked to, they're doing training in their teams for it. So if you got anything you think would be helpful, please let us know. Well, I mean, uh, not that this is too far out, but, um, you know, it's, I think they're in our backlog even. So if you want to see them, you can see all these, some of these things actually. That's I'm, true. I'm giving you a nod to say something if you want. I mean, yeah, we, we, have, we did, pu- we did uh, open up our backlog of, yeah. of work coming down the pipeline on waffle.io. And uh, yeah, you can, if you go to the Gromit.io, you can see how to connect up with that and see all the things we've got in the pipeline of things we're looking at. And that's, that's again, tied to Git. So if you file in something in GitHub saying, hey, it'd be great if it did this, that'll then show up as cards in the waffle backlog. So it's all, it's all tied together. Yeah. And we can let you run it, own it in in some of these, in some of these ways. I mean, it'd be a great, a great process for sure. So I think want to call it maybe yeah it's probably good one. for today so yeah thanks for uh thanks for listening if you're still with us here you know we we appreciate it uh, yeah as always we're we as we've mentioned we're on slack you can you can sign up or connect with us there at slackin.gromit.io or you can also reach us at uh on our twitter handle handle which is uh Gromit UX, g-r-o-m-m-e-t-u-x at any time as well um so yeah Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Have a great day or night, wherever you are. Yeah. (laughs) Later.